let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Our podcast. Yes, it's the CJ Morgan Show. I almost died this weekend. Jimi Hendrix what? style, but first and foremost, spinning. New intro. This sounds this is tight. You like those oohs and ahs? Good job. <laughs> Thanks. That got me pumped. That got me excited. Now do another one. Okay. It's never good enough to have one. Now I need more. You gave me attention and something cool. Sounds very Red Dead almost. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of going for kind of. Uh, well, thank you very much. Uh, and I was almost dead this weekend because I got way too red. Uh, almost Jimi Hendrix myself. Threw up in my sleep. Dude. Well, no way. Yes. Who did so? Was Lisa there to save your life? No, luckily when I did, I had already leaned over the edge of the bed and woke up as I was uh, doing it. And know what you're thinking. It was alcohol related as most of my vomit is. It was not. Oh, no. But I was hung over the next day because... Halloween candy. Uh, Halloween candy. It's not the first time you've it, done this. You did this last week. It got me again. Uh, we had a bit of, bit of a stomach bug passing around the old house between my fiance and I Saturday night. I got it, and I got it by it. I was in so much pain before bed. Um, I had made the mistake of eating candy all night long, mm. chips, and then like I was already feeling like I was. You know that feeling you get before you get sick, where you're achy and weird. I already yeah. had that. Oh, Probably no. not a good idea to eat a bunch of candy and chips. Was in so much pain, kept running to the bathroom, and then I woke up in the middle of the night, like I said, just throwing up. Not, oh, not good. It was disgusting. I'm sorry that happened, dude. And How then, are you feeling today, though? I feel fine today. Okay. Um, there's nothing worse than feeling sick and having to clean your own mess. Ugh. Uh, Worst. We got it taken care of. I'm better. I'm going to have to run home really quick. Let's, oh. Uh, let's uh, they're not completely cured. Well, you got a bag of candy right there. You've been snacking on that? Candy and TP, the oh, two, okay. uh, two okay. main things. But I'm okay. Okay. And uh, the show's going to be pretty good today because Emily's back from her mysterious trip. We're going to talk about that. Matt Bearden might die. He's not going. He's just sitting here and he looks tired. So yeah. uh, I'm going to assume he might <laughs> die. But a, a lot of good stuff going on. And uh, mainly, um, I got ripped off this weekend as well in, in, a, in a way that is... Going to ruin my credit and take all the money out of my bank account. How to avoid that and a treatment for cancer. <gasps> How's that for a tease? Coming up on the CJ Morgan Show. The greatest president of all time or a tyrant? That's right. Today in history, something happened in the United States that a lot of people consider a savior of our nation. Others a tyrant taking power. FDR won an unprecedented fourth term. Now, you'll recall, uh, this was during World War II. Yeah. This was uh, at the end of when he started, which we were in the middle of uh, the Great Depression. Uh, did not actually serve out his entire fourth term. Uh, he passed away. Truman went on to uh, be the one that dropped the bomb, ending World War II. But yes, November 7th, 1944, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt elected to his fourth term in office. He remains the only president to have served more than two terms. I think even, I don't remember what year they did it, but I think they did make a change to, before it was just tradition set by a precedent, set by the President Washington that you would not uh, right. seek re-election for a third term. 
Uh, however, due to political challenges and everything in the nation during that time, he thought it was best uh, to to go for this. And he was often uh, criticized by a lot of big business and money in the United States did not like FDR. They thought even though he came from wealth and a well-known uh, blue blood family that he was a traitor to his own people. Mm. And around this time, uh, it was Harsh. clear. It was clear that his health was not what it was because he uh, he was wheelchair bound most of his life. It was something because he contracted polio. I think like thirty nine or something. Had to have braces. Was in a wheelchair. Not a lot of people in the United States public knew about it. But by this election, it was clear that uh, he was not in in great health. However, it was the uh, the first time ever, ever not just three but four terms. He passed away, unfortunately, uh, about a few months into it. I'm, I'm trying to find it right here, but I think he was only in office a very short time before uh, Truman took over the vice president. And uh, during that time, that's when Congress actually actually proposed a law that would limit presidents to two consecutive terms. Cool, man. But Happy. We're about to get a president doing another term non-consecutive, right? Whoa! Choo-choo-choo! Crazy. Get on that Trump train, I guess. Elon Musk be damned. Twitter is worth saving. Here's why. And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. It's Social Cues. If it's on the internet, it's got to be on the radio. And you know what, Emily? There's been something happening and the culmination of this great internet feat uh, was this weekend. Tell us more about a man who spent 40 days making the internet what it should be. Well, let me introduce you to Alexander Tominski. (laughs) I believe I said that right. He's a Philadelphia man who became famous on Twitter for, like you said, eating an entire rotisserie chicken every day for 40 consecutive days. So, how the internet found out about this is honestly incredibly hilarious. Um, Some sort of, I guess somebody on social media was walking around Philadelphia and saw that a flyer was stapled to a telegraph pole that advertised... Telephone pole. We haven't had tele... Telegraph poles a run along pole. railroads and yeah. dirty, but we don't I love have it. any of those. Oh, telegraph pole. Point it's a very Philadelphia thing. He, he had a flyer yeah, and it and was it, hilarious. It said, Come watch me eat an entire rotisserie chicken. November 6th will be the 40th consecutive day that I have eaten an entire rotisserie chicken. 12 o'clock noon. The ch- chicken will be consumed on that abandoned pier near Walmart. This is not a party. And he uh, proceeded to add on the flyer multiple pictures of him eating eating rotisserie chickens in different locations, yeah. so just so that you know that this is truly his 40th consecutive rotisserie chicken. And if chicken. you found him on Twitter, you noticed that uh, the dude was doing it in different places for oh, about yeah. a month. I'm, I'm, this, to <laughs> me, is internet greatness, because it started very roots. I'm hoping that yeah. we don't see, because as a, as a skeptic, as a pessimist, I'm like, oh, this has to be some weird marketing thing, or blah, blah, blah. It's We're going to find out that it's going to be something. But turns out, for now, it was a dude that was just doing this every day and not really making too big of a deal about it. And even on his Twitter, he wasn't like getting famous or going viral because when I followed him, he only had like 9,000 followers. And I was like, that's a dumb thing about Twitter. He's doing this great thing. He should build a following, but he's done. He's doing this great thing, eating rotisserie chicken. As of today, he does have 30,000 followers. So he's also incredibly hot. So that also helps. He is attractive. (laughs) He is an attractive Um, man. Eating chicken every day, you got to have that good body. (laughs) Uh, But he did it, and he did it in a hilarious manner. He didn't 
even though the event was about himself, he did this whole viral thing and it didn't seem about himself. No. Yeah, exactly. Um, here's video of him after doing it. A lot of after weird... After eating his 40th chicken. 40th chicken mm-hmm. on a pier, which he laid out a red carpet, had a weird crappy table, had some <laughs> water and some stuff to do like competition eating. The pier was packed with a bunch of weird people. And uh, here here's just a video of him walking through the crowd with a uh, what looks to be a Bluetooth speaker playing the song from the Tom Hanks movie Philadelphia. Bruce Springsteen song, I believe. <laughs> Like the Red Sea. Ah, so just a wonderful, victorious moment uh, and completely hilarious. Yeah, I uh, I was curious, so I looked up how much the price of one HEB meal simple original rotisserie chicken like five, six bucks? is. Seven twenty. Mm-hmm. That's kind of an expensive Thanks, Joe thing. Joe Biden inflation. Yeah, yeah. And this is HEB. These are Texas prices. I don't know how it's like over there in Philly. Oh, but you know Texas the East Coast is going to be more expensive. Exactly. Less chickens and stuff. They might be. He might be eating a ten dollar chicken every. Also, those day. are four day meals. Yeah. yeah. Because here's Split what you do. Up at least if yeah. you get two oh big guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's two meals at least. You you go to HEB. You get the chicken when it's on sale at the end of mm-hmm. the night. You also grab a loaf of that fresh hot bread, and so you can dip the grease, make your little chicken. Sandwiches, Ooh, and that's a, that's yum, a three four yum. day meal for me. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, so, what do you think this man will do now? Like, what now that he's completed chicken? Fall off the grid. Where do you and go come next? back with something later? Well, no, where do you go next after you've peaked in life? You know, I, what I, mean? I read that he uh, <laughs> the only other sort of eating competition that he's he's ever done is I think had something to do with like eggs. Maybe Oof. he he completed an egg eating contest a few years back. So he's it was pul- nothing compared definitely to Definitely on the poultry side of eating. Yeah. We got eggs, we got chicken, what's next? Yeah, what's what's next? What that's, 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 that's all the- Yeah. <laughs> to to maintain viral coolness, I think he's got to lay low off the grid and then come back with something else. This this is great. It's incredible. Yeah, just end it here. Do he's not ev- yeah. do not Don't get be like any the sponsorships guys in the crowd when you're walking around it's like make way. He's a hero. Those are guys trying to make it about them. No. no. This dude is a he's a champion. He's just a hot man he, eating a rotisserie. And he's showing why Twitter deserves to be here. Yep. You thought the DVD player in your minivan was crap. It's a pair of pickup. Matt Bearden joining us for the first time this week. DVD player in a minivan? That's real? That's a thing that they used to have, but now kids okay. have these other screens and you can plug in stuff, or they have their own phones that yeah. connect with Wi Fi, whatever. All that stuff is lame as well. Are you guys familiar with Holoride? No. No. Hollow ride. Sounds up. I I know that uh, when I've been in my best friend's uh, car in the passenger seat, I've tried to holla at some ladies, but they just call me a scrub. Well, that will happen when you're leaning out the best, the side of your best friend's ride. Best friend. Okay, here's the deal. Uh, There is a new VR machine. Okay. That is made specifically for your car. Which means uh, very what? real. Yeah, let's hear. VR for your car. Yeah, now okay. it's for passengers, not for the driver. Oh, thank God. And uh, let's hear a little report from CNET from this young lady, because she covers my greatest concern in the first 15 seconds. Here we go. All right, I'm getting an early look at a new form of in-car entertainment. It's called Hollow Ride, and it's VR 
for the backseat passenger. You put the VR headset on and it's supposed to match what you see in the headset to what the driver is doing. So if the driver turns, you're turning and hopefully your stomach doesn't turn. Let's see what this is all about. Am I going to throw up? Yep, that's my biggest question. Uh, kids already get pretty car sick, right? Yeah. So let's add an element where you get sick just doing VR. My kid, my youngest doesn't. He loves the VR. If I wear the VR headset for, oh, I don't know, 10 minutes, then yeah. daddy feel kind of sicky. I, maybe kids are different on this, but I, my immediate thought was, oh my God, this is going to kill him. Dramamine. But I, I mean... <sighs> Diazepam. I don't want to sound like that old person who's like, well, when I was a kid, but... You know, my kids have said before, like, how did, what did you do on road trips without a phone? And I was like, easy. You I was punched like, punched someone if you saw Volkswagen. Yeah. You told truckers to honk their horn. Say, and you I punched spy. someone if you saw a license plate that wasn't go. in your state. I, the most dad thing I ever did was arguing yeah. with my daughter whose battery ran on her phone. And I was like, you'll be fine. And she's like, I, I have nothing. I have nothing. I was like, honey, I had nothing when I was a kid. And she's like, what do you mean nothing? I said, the, the window. The window was my phone. And Your I realized, imagination. I realized wow. when I said that, that was the most dad thing. <laughs> I love it though. When I was a kid, the the window was our phone. It, anyway, I love the idea that now iPads aren't even enough, and the screens inside of cars or whatever that the kids will just be plugged into a complete and other world back there. But it's like you're still sort of viewing what the car's doing in this world, though. Yeah. It's, so what happens is, I'm so like, what? well, you can turn and move boring. in that direction. What's happening though is like so in a world. In a world where, say, it's uh, scrolling at you, right, and you're headed uh, directly into this world, well, suddenly, if the car turns left... And you turn. Well, your player is going to turn left as well, and the target would then start to move, scroll right across the screen. So you have to turn your... You would have to use your joystick to turn. So sometimes you can even be trying to track, let's say... Can you shoot missiles? There's Can you kind pretend of you laser? Not, okay, that's a little better. Yeah, okay, yeah I was well, just confused. The, I was like, do you get a VR and it's just you and it looks like you're in the car still? That's you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, element is say you're doing a flight simulator. It's like you're... You feel like you're moving. A co-pilot okay, and you sure. can feel the movement happening. And uh, Now okay. let's get to the brass tacks of any good kid road trip. Who do you get a punch and why are you punching? Uh, There's always punch. You got a punch. Did you really? You only grew up with a sister. Did you hit your sister on road trips? Yes. And she hit me. I taught her to be tough. Mm. I think you taught her to be abused. Nah, we're cool now. Okay. Yeah, she's done extensive therapy, and so have I. We're good. Slug bug. Making your drive home a little weirder. CJ Morgan on 101X. Thanksgiving's not always about family. Sometimes it's about being alone, but it doesn't have to be sad. These are the places where you can have your own dinner come Thanksgiving. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. CJ's fat and fatness has a holiday. It's yeah. called Thanksgiving, baby. Yeah. I can't wait. Definitely one of my favorites. I had a lot of sad dad Thanksgivings back in the day where yeah. I would be alone. I would cook a dinner for my paralyzed dog and I, but it was okay because I would do all, I would do a ham, a turkey. Mm. I would do green bean casserole, mm. all that for my lonesome self. Yum. But you know what? Why don't There's, you invite anyone over, man? Because everyone was with their family and friends. Oh, yeah, that's and I right. Was a single guy that had to work radio <laughs> crap. Not anymore. Uh, but the point is, is there's a lot of stuff in Austin where you can go get a Thanksgiving Day dinner. 
in Austin, uh, according to Eater Austin, by the way. Uh, one of them, Perry's Steakhouse and Grill. Perry's mm. known for duh steaks. Also, yeah. those pork chops. <laughs> well, uh, the two Austin area locations at the Domain and I believe downtown, they're offering Thanksgiving meals. 49 bucks, an appetizer that you can choose, smoked turkey breast entree with gravy, mm. uh, sides like mashed potatoes, sausage, sage dressing, and more, plus pumpkin cheesecake add-on. It does recommend that you get a reservation for this at Perry's website. However, yeah. takeout is available as well. Woo! You know you want that takeout. Don't go anywhere, yep, yep, Bubble. Yep. You stay in those sweatpants. Also, remember, remember to tip, okay? Because yeah. there are some people that have to work on Thanksgiving. So True. tip, tip well. Uh, Trulux, another fancy, very expensive, Ooh, very delicious fancy place. Fish. Also doing a, uh, they're calling it Trulux Finest Seafood and Crab. Wait, that's the name of the restaurant, I guess. I just always called it Trulux. Yeah. Anyhow, they're doing an entire Thanksgiving three-course meal, $59.99 for adults, $25 for the uh, kiddos, and it has a lot of different stuff. Turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, gravy, all that there. Plus, they even have uh, wine glasses, bottles, cocktails you can get. Again, reservations are available, but they will be open from noon until 9 p.m. at their downtown location. You think that's a little too fancy? A little bit. Let's drop down and go kind of fancy with Trace. Oh, right. All these are fancy places. I know. I'm hoping there's something... uh, little more in our Man. means. Uh, Jim's Diner. $80 <laughs> per person. Uh, Trace, right outside the W Hotel, is offering their prefix Thanksgiving dinner. $80 per person. It is a three-course meal. Potato leek soup, kale salad as a starter, or apple cider glazed turkey, smoked prime rib, grilled salmon, or bakery barley risotto. Sorry, little, not bakery. That's a little too fancy for my Thanksgiving. But it's Trace, dude. Uh, Family-style sides. You can choose from mashed potatoes, cream spinach, sourdough, oyster stuffing, and, of course, desserts. Reservations also recommended. Uh, Nido. NIDO, a new South Austin hotel, is offering Thanksgiving as well. Four course meal, only $85. Okay. Cheapest thus far, right? $35 for kids. Uh, dinner up to five, I do believe. Do we know um, if Palazzo or uh, Rick's Cabaret or any of them have got some? some yeah. Good, oh? Yellow Rose, yeah. Um, Sugars. Yeah, because I feel like all, they might have good the places. cheaper options. Perfect so. 10. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Nito has $85. <laughs> Turkey, chestnut soup stuffing, blah, 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 blah. Good stuff. Uh, carve American, American Grill. Mm. I was about to say Pelican Grill. Um, it's a. <laughs> uh, imagine that. <laughs> $49 meal per person, including appetizers, all the typical stuff. I don't see anything here that is within our, our uh, budget. Or price range of $12.99. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all you can eat both. Prime rib. Dude, there's, <laughs> it's I bet come you. at lunch. <laughs> our, they're all competing entities, but they're all places I've been and spent a lot of money. Yellow Rose, Palazzo, uh, Perfect Ten. One of them must have, all of them, I bet, have a delicious Thanksgiving yeah, buffet. They, they probably don't advertise it because you're going to be there anyway, you know? As you should be. Yeah. Um, anyhow, you can go to Eater Austin to find out more. And you know what? I'm going to do some more research. I'm going to find places that are open, like yeah. your gyms and whatnot, that, you know, cater to us guys. Let's be real. We're going to be at one of the <laughs> gentlemen's clubs. Come on. Going off the grid. Now she's 
She's back. It's Emily Explains It All. How do you disappear, Emily? How did you do oh, it when you're man. such a you're a radio personality, a television star, yeah. a, a social yeah, media? Influencer. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. See, see uh, in this episode of Emily Explains It All, I would like to explain the art of going off the grid. Because going off the grid, it is very fun. And I have found that I just want to go run and get lost in the woods and never come back. But alas, I am here. I did not do that. But the three day, well, two and a half days that I was off the grid, it felt absolutely fantastic. And I would like to encourage everybody to do this at least once just so that you can have a little reset. Let's start from the beginning of you going off the grid. Yes. Um, Why? Essentially, you did a camping trip with a bunch of friends. Yep. But going off the grid, in my opinion, implies disappearing and doing so without having to have meetings and Excel sheets yep. and, and anything do and dinners to have everyone with you going. Cause then you're leaving a, you're leaving a trail, you're leaving a footprint. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, um, you're, you're, you went camping yes, and so had I, an organized, structured event. Yes. Also, it didn't look like you went camping. It looked more like you got a cabin at a park that has paved roads and, fire pits already built. Have you never been to a state park? Yeah, I have. That's just how they are. No, no, not in the state parks I go to. Yes. Big Ben Ranch. There, you dig your fire pit. You dig your poo hole. You dig like you set up a tent on the rough terrain, okay. and then you hope yeah. to God that you don't get first of all gored to death by a javelina. Big Ben is a national park. First, no, of no, no, all. no. There are two. There's Big there's Ben is, National and Park. And then there's a state park, and which then is there's the, big, which is not the good one. It's no. The, <laughs> the state park is the good one. No, the national park is the good one. Disagree. State no. park. There's no one there. It's empty. And no you one's can, there because anyways. no one's there because it's a better park. No, and you can have campfires. <laughs> no. You can't have fires at the at the national park. The point is, I did go off the grid. I went to uh, I went to Fort Parker State Park, which is a tiny little park that nobody knows about, but it was amazing. So ten out of ten suggest mm-hmm. that you go. And the fact that nobody knows where it is or what it is or c- could remember it also implies that I went off the grid because sure, I told some people I'm going to this park. But then none of them remembered. Uh, even the people that I was with, they, after we left, they were like, hey, what was the name of that park that we were just at? Nice. It was like the one we were at Secret 30 park. minutes ago. Well, yeah. Um, and we, we ended up staying in a shelter. It was eight of us. Uh, so I got a shelter just because I knew that it might potentially rain. I, will say, I was worried for a moment. Yeah, there was a tornado Friday and watch. Saturday there were, yeah, there was <laughs> There, there literally was a tornado watch and we were right next to a lake. So mm-hmm. uh, Friday got a little scary. But other than that, it it was it was pretty great and the weather was amazing everything was fantastic and i was completely off the grid i didn't use my phone i didn't even charge my phone once i just nice. left it the only nice. thing i used it for was to look at the weather just because like i said i didn't want to go dorothy and get swept up by a tornado um and every th- every other time it was nice we just had some camaraderie together and we were in nature we went hiking we like i feel like when you are put in a situation where you have to actually take care of yourself like build a shelter like build our camp our uh, camping tent and then build a fire and then cook dinner and then wash the dinner and just you get busy. You don't even think about it. You stop. That's what they say about people this day and age that are depressed and anxiety is 
the hunter-gatherers, we didn't have time for We were fighting wildebeests. It's entirely true. Okay. <laughs> like, it is entirely true that you just don't think about anything. Mm-hmm. And you, like, because I went with eight other people, we just had a natural camaraderie. Order of things. Okay. Yeah, and a natural order of things. So it didn't turn Lord of the Fro- Flies. We'll be back. It did not. And discuss more and how Emily explains it all going off the grid. <laughs> explains it all. Emily is going to teach us how to go off the grid. Oh, yes. Because in the apocalypse, as we've learned from so many television shows and movies, it's not usually us versus the aliens, us versus the vampires, us versus the zombies. It's us versus ourselves. That's true. Us versus us. Mm -hmm. That's true. And I'm going to challenge you right now. If you are not currently driving in your car and you are safely able to reach your cellular device, go to your settings and check to see. I want want you two to do this, too. You guys aren't driving. See how off the grid we are. Yeah. And go to figure out um, how often your screen time is. So I think you can just look up screen time. Uh, Yeah, screen time. And I want to see what you're daily averages because I looked at mine mm. before the trip and oh my god it is very embarrassing yeah, how mine's much gonna I'm be my- okay so not fair because mine's going to be elevated because I spent the weekend partially sick and in bed and I've been doing a thing where I'm deleting like old Instagrams and so I'm just trying to like archive old stuff yeah uh, I take way too many photos of my puppies and I want my Instagram to be more curated mm, so okay. lot. alright yes, how do we yes, find yes. screen time general so go to your settings and then you can just there's a search bar and just start searching screen time mm-hmm. at in the settings um, this is for Apple. I'm so sorry, all you Android users. I do not know how that how that necessarily works. But I'll tell you mine. Um, my daily average is four hours and 53 minutes. But because of this weekend, it is down 43% from last mm, week. That's a significant drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is down to zero minutes. Because, zero minutes? Yes, I've asked my phone not to track certain oh, things. Oh, my gosh. So. You don't want to learn the truth. Mm, you need see. to learn the truth. Um, yeah, it looks uh, one like... One second as of today so far. You oh, son of a bitch. Go. Perfect. Yeah, I don't know where to find mine. Yeah, I'm off the grid, I'm man. Those... I'm already off the grid because my phone's not tracking me. Yeah, it looks like on Saturday, I spent a total of four minutes on my phone. Four. Nice. That was amazing. And that, like I said, it was probably just to check the weather and, and that was it. And not to be all hippy-dippy, but it genuinely... There was one point where... They, there's a big lake and a dock at this campsite that I was at this weekend, and I looked at the dock and I said, I want to go stand on that dock and just look out into the water for however long. Hmm. And I said, you know what? That's how you get abducted by swamp monsters. <laughs> I was like, Hell yeah. this sounds very basic and boring, and this sounds hippy-dippy, but I'm going to do it. And I went and I stood on that dock and I just looked out, and I was like, wow, somebody could write a movie about me right now. And if I had my phone, I would be taking pictures of the beautiful lake and and I would be like posting selfies and being like me by the lake, just me contemplating life by the lake. Yeah, when you go off the grid, you need to not do that. No, yeah. uh, so I didn't, and it was uh, amazing. Over the last week, my average amount of time spent on Instagram is one hour and two minutes per That's, day. That doesn't seem right. Well, it's because, like I said, Saturday I was sick in bed, and I was going through and, and archiving. Oh old no, photos I was saying stuff. I'm. I thought it would be more. You're more of a Twitter guy, though. 
So I feel yeah, like maybe, but I doom scroll more on Instagram. Point being, point if, being. if you're going off the grid, yes. uh, you it, uh, it's important to have your phone and stuff for emergencies yeah, and keep definitely. it charged. But you want to drop off. You want to not talk to people. Have you ever done this alone, though? Because I am more of a by myself camper. Mm-hmm. However, I usually do three day trips, two nights. But on the second day, I always get bored and I always drive into town for a burger. Cause, yeah. Because there's, you I'm done chat. hiking, I'm done fishing. Yeah, yeah. And when I fish, I don't even really fish anymore. I don't put a hook on it. I'll just use like a, a bait or a just to get nibbles. Because if I catch a fish, I have to take like, it off. Oh, I got to take it off and throw it back in. And, <laughs> so I get bored and I want to yeah. go drive around. And no, that's no, the no. problem is I'm no, I'm I'm trying to get better to where on my own alone I'm able to. Go like without alcohol, without drugs, without a phone, without doing something. Like I'm trying to get better, just existing as myself. So, yeah. but I think you need socializing like every day. Yes, you got to keep yourself busy, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Is definitely like be aware of how much you are on your phone or just just anywhere. And if you want to improve it, the number one way to improve it is just use that time that you would be on your phone to do something else. So anytime you feel like you got to pick up your phone. What? Be like, oh, maybe instead of picking up my phone, I should like. See, this sounds so pretentious now that I'm trying to explain this, but I'm I'm still basking in the hippy dippiness of sleeping out in the forest for three days. Okay, but instead of being like, I'm going to pick up my phone, be like, you know what? I'm going to pick up those dishes that I didn't do today, and uh, I'm going to scrub the dishes first. Easier said after, than done. I know. And then <laughs> after you scrub those dishes, then you're like, you, you know what? There's a book that I've been meaning to read that's right over here. Let me go grab that book. You know what? My plants need some watering. Yeah, you get that so dopamine complete rush your tasks still. first mm. before you get to your phone. And if you're going to look at porn, sometimes the good old imagination. It's free. It's free. Completely free. Well, it's with porn. It's hey. completely free. Hey. We should pay. We should pay. We don't. We should pay. Go off the grid, kids. <laughs> the robots are gone. Westworld, it's canceled. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that... I'm a nerd. One of the greatest shows of all time, in my opinion, of recent years at least, because there are so many. Uh, Westworld officially not renewed for another season. I believe this was their fourth. Fourth? And I stopped watching after the first one. That's how good it was. I was like, nah, man. I will say, I I watched part of the third season, and it it did kind of jump off the rails. It feels like in the fourth season, they wrote wrote themselves into a hole where... Am I spoiler alerting it? If I can say what happened, is it too soon? Um, honestly, yeah, I don't think canceled. I'm ever going to watch Westworld. Well, at this they, point. they wrote yeah, themselves the into they wrote oh. themselves <laughs> into the end of existence. So, like, how do you recover from that? Basically, like that's that's as generic as it can go. But the first season of that was absolutely incredible. I oh. loved everything about it. The twists, the turns, even Dude, the second season was fun. I was going to say even the ending of the first season was sort of a little had a little ambiguity, and I thought I would have made an awesome miniseries like just ending there, but. Mm. I don't know. My friend was watching it, too, sort of like you were. He was like, yeah, man, season two is not as good. But he's like, it's not bad. No, no. I was just like, I don't know. It's just I don't once know. It, I, I love the first season so it, much. Yeah. Once it loses the allure and the mystique and all the, like, different things, um, it then it then seems like it's hard. Same with the TV show Lost. Uh, so yeah. once, 
once the mysteries start getting solved or some mysteries just end up being plot holes that they can't fix, then it starts to become frustrating. And I think that might have happened with Westworld. But HBO has now been purchased by, I think, Warner Brothers, bought Discovery, and they bought yeah, HBO. Yeah, so they're going to... They're, they're focusing on their big franchises only. Uh, and I guess that Westworld didn't make the cut, which is unfortunate because, again, it, it had a great vision of an apocalyptic future and cloning and replacing people and survival and all this, all these good elements to it, but they didn't even get a finish. And that's what I feel like this season did wrap up, but the, the creators were like, well, we had one more season and then it was going to be done. Mm. Uh-huh. So now yeah, that's sad. It feels like, well, how would it have ended? I want to know. Yeah. yeah. They, they rushed it. They needed to like release the script or something for the final season for yeah. people to read. Just there is one. Yeah, just to just to finish. Did, were it you up. ever a Westworld person? I have always wanted to be. Um, I hadn't. I didn't get HBO Max until probably about two, three, maybe two years ago. Not even. Um, so uh, there's just been so many other HBO shows that have come out that I haven't had the time to watch to like go back and watch Westworld and I think that's why they're getting canceled is because HBO is just cranking out Dude, these amazing the new season of White Lotus just came out watched that so. last night oh yeah, really good. what'd you I enjoyed think enjoyed it I like it yeah I haven't I haven't started the new season yet that, that one's stressful. really good it's stressful it has some elements of it that make me think of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, where, my God, yes. You know, Larry's about to get himself into uh, an awkward position, and it makes you uncomfortable. Yep. I loved and hated Curb for that. But, yeah, so many big shows, and this uh, one, it mm-hmm. does seem like they, they had their run because, Spencer, you brought it up, first season's great, and so yeah. many of us that even lasted through the third uh, it, it paled, it, it fell off, and right. I was like, I don't remember the fourth, so I went and read the third and fourth on Wikipedia, as mm, I do. Yes. And I was like, oh, I can... I can see how that's a little, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, oh man, it's just all the mystery and allure was in the first season. I feel like, I, like that's they the should have ended that... it. It should have been like a um, limited series. Yeah, you think? I thought that would have been great. Now I know that they had some stuff they were working on setting up. There were characters that hadn't quite completed like an arc or anything. There's still a little bit left to be uh, uncovered. But most of the main characters and stuff, there were a bunch of reveals and like things you accept and revelations. A mass death and, like, at the end. Yeah. Ooh. And and then you know people well. Not to spoil, I guess that first season you should Discovering go watch it. Discovering some if you people were robots who you didn't know. Yeah, were, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and then you know, they sort of well, they just it leaves it sort of open. A and little then bit. by the That's end of it, they're it. all like, robots. Whoa. Yeah, oh. in a way, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, little little know, disappointing, mm. but uh, I guess it's just gone the way of uh, time. But I will say, Emily, watch that first season. It's worth yeah? it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just stop at the first season. Nah, mm-hmm. you you'll probably get into the second. Okay, um, but after that, it it does. Uh, uh, jump the proverbial shark with a lot of its different things. Well, um, my favorite thing about Westworld was the first year during South by uh-huh. they did a Westworld ranch out in Texas, <gasps> and you could get a lift or an Uber. I forget which company was doing it, but you could get a lift, and they would take you out there. How and far my- away was it? Bastroppy, okay, not too yeah, far, yeah, but, but far they had enough. an entire Westworld set up that you could pick a black or white hat. They mm. had improv actors that would interact with you. My cool. friends and I spent, we we went to South by Southwest on this like Saturday at like 11 a.m. and just bar hopped and went to see different things. All the while, all of us trying to get lifts didn't happen. We did not get oh, a go. You never got to go. No, some other friends did, cool. and they said it was amazing. But that that's my big Westworld disappointment oh, story. That sounds amazing. He's like the store brand of funny. C.J. Morgan. Morgan.
on 101X. CJ was creeping on me on Thursday night. You were creeping on me? No, you were creeping All on right, me first. let's find out who's the creep. Okay, fine, let's do it. First and foremost, you're in my territory, Emily. Oh, whatever. Whatever. So whatever. I'm, no territory. I'm out Thursday night. I'm on the prowl. I'm cruising through my shopping center, which I attend. Oh, Lego I sale. hang out mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, I'm there pretty regularly. It's, okay, it's where my target's local, at. Your local it's, shopping it's center. It's also where all the, like, really good, like, Vietnamese, Chinese, uh, mm-hmm. yes. Thai places are. And I'm driving, and I look over to my right on the sidewalk, and damn, I see this fiery redhead walk out. Oh, my God. And she's got a thumper of a dumper. Oh, my God. That I ain't never seen before. And You're I pull, winning this creep contest. I pull my sunglasses down and roll down my window to say, hey, baby. It was also What's at night. What's going on? Sunglasses at night. You, you see, wear them. <laughs> you see me cringing right now, right, Emily? And then I realize yeah, it's Emily. It's, it's her. Oh. It not some random girl I can hit on. No, exactly. It's Emily. Yeah, I can't hit on her because I'll get in trouble. Yeah, that's No, weird. that's the one. No, no, no you, did, you didn't. You weren't that creepy, but now that you're explaining it like that, now I'm trying to. That's not really how it happened. I, was, I had ordered. Uh, Emily was getting ramen. And nice. I had ordered ramen from that place. Great minds. Yeah. I was going to Target to exchange some of my Halloween costume stuff. <laughs> and as I'm driving by, I'm looking at the ramen place to see what the line's like, because often oh, it's yeah. out the door. Uh, and then I see, I was like, wait, is that is that Emily? And it weirded me out, because like, what are you doing here? This is, this is where I drive. This yeah. is where I go. And then I stop. I'm like, Emily. And she's like, oh, hi. Hi, and I'm like, it's CJ. Yeah. And See, it was, it was creepy it was to me too. because uh, <laughs> I had just finished eating. I had an early dinner with a friend, and I was walking like away to my car, and it was super dark, right? And the the area is like an interesting area of town, and I'm not used to being over in that area, so it was a little foreign to me. And so I'm just like walking, and I'm just kind of looking around, just being cautious about getting to my car, as I do as a woman. Sure. And then I just hear, hey! <laughs> Hey! Yeah. And a car is like slowing down right by me. I'm I was like, gonna oh, take God. pictures and send them. <laughs> yeah. To her. Oh, dude. No. <laughs> You're an ass. I was just like, oh God, oh God, who is it? Who is it? My brain is racing. I'm like, who is it? Did I do something? What's happening? Blah blah blah. And then I just hear Emily. And my first thought, anytime that happens, it's immediately. I think it's a listener. Yeah. Same. Which, or- you know. Yeah, yeah, which is which is fine. I, I love saying hi to listeners, but it is kind of just like seeing me out in the element is the same as, you know, when you have a teacher and you see them at the grocery store and oh, they're just man. like, oh, uh, uh, why, why are you here? I felt the same way because I yeah. was literally looking at the restaurant I'm about to go to. Sure. And I see you and I'm like, ah, yeah. what's she doing here? Yeah, yeah. This, and, is, this is my area. And the other thing is I was with, Get out of my town. I was with one of my dude friends and we were just like having dinner because that's just what you do with your friends. Dude and, friend, I saw her by herself. She was having, she was having <laughs> some sad, lonely ramen. No, I wasn't. You know the, how the there's thing says, do you have lonely broth? Order more noodles. Where she was a lonely. I Emily. was a lonely broth. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but like I was with one of my friends, and the the thing that I just don't want to happen is to be with a li- or to have a listener see me and be like, who is that? You didn't talk about them on the radio, and, just and then like, weirdly tweet Yo. it to Jason, and then yeah, it becomes and then take an a hour. picture, yeah. and then it's like, oh, this is a whole bit that my poor friend, you know, we just want to go get some ramen and like talk about life together. It's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, no. So then you roll down your window and you're like, it's CJ. And you po- you poked out your Well, I could tell head. you were you were a little cautious. And I was, I was like, oh, it's, it's CJ, Emily. I'm not just going to walk up to a car I that didn't knows think my you, name. I thought you recognized me or knew it was my car. No, man, no still I really did uh, Your car too. also I'm, doesn't fit your personality. What do you mean? I don't know what it is. It's a great car. I, it's a great car. It but leaks when it your, rains. Your but, car um, is just, I never associate your car with being your car. I don't know why. It just seems very like mom 
car. Yeah, you seem like more of a Jeep Wrangler type. Yes, oh, Grand yes. National. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. It's but it's not a, great a mom car. car. It's a it's a stylish slick SUV. SUV. All right. Stylish slick SUV. Sure. Jeez. Anyways, the point is, I was not the creep in this situation. I think you were a little creepy. Thank no, you for you're saying in hi, my though. territory. But your territory. It would have been she creepy if I didn't say hi. It, that's true. It would have been a lot more creepy if you didn't say hi. Like then I'm parking and I'm walking in yeah. my car and then you see me and it's like ah yeah what? who's that Ooh, that guy's a dumper or I know the- <laughs> and then you're looking at me walking in and you're like damn he fine and then I turn around like this and you're like ah yeah, it's AJ and then you would take a picture of me and send it to everybody and be like look who Emily I saw was on out. a date yeah no Sexy. no 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 <laughs> but uh, yeah no it was it was funny it was a good time how was your ramen. Uh, it was really good. Good. Um, as a matter of fact, I ate the rest of it yesterday. Oh, good. You're yep. welcome. Thanks Doubled to me. Down. I I was the one that inspired you to get ramen. I guess. Yeah. Could have been the cold, <laughs> rainy weather, but sure. Yes. Thank you, Emily. Yes. You're stay so out, welcome. Stay out of my territory. Stop being a creep, CJ. A blood moon is rising, and it's going to be the last one in three years. We get a total lunar eclipse tomorrow, Tuesday. Wait a minute. Now I'm confused. Point being, uh, I'll, I'll explain how it confuses me. It's a stupid fallback. It's oh, no. the time change that that starts with it. I was blaming yeah. me being late on everything yesterday on the fallback, but actually you should be early because of that. Yeah, <clears throat> time's weird. Okay, I don't I don't appreciate time. Yeah, it frustrates me. It's terrifying. Just ticking away. Don't like Look it. Look at that. The clock right now. Five twenty-one forty-seven. Oh God, don't remind me. Anyhow, we're getting a uh, lunar eclipse on Tuesday. Uh, like I said, it's the last total one for three years, and it's going to be mm. a blood moon because of its deep red color. Yes. Here's what confused me. It begins at 2.02 a.m., reaching its totality at 4.17 a.m. If that's Tuesday, which is tomorrow, that means after midnight tonight, because a lot of times at 2 a.m. I'm still awake, so I yeah. consider that Monday, but point being it's Tuesday, even though Wednesday felt like a Sunday, but then Thursday felt like an entire weekend. Yeah. But then the, okay, I'm Look, sure. technically, it is a Tuesday, but for you know mental purposes, it's your Monday still. But yeah, so tonight, right? Stay up late tonight. Yeah, okay. 2 a.m. is uh, when it starts, deep red color mm. going across the sky, and then the uh, totality of the lunar eclipse will be at 4.17 a.m. That's when you will see it in all of its glory. Uh, according to NASA, the best place to be, if you want to go ahead and get there early, uh, Japan, Alaska, and Hawaii. Oh, uh, Central Texas will only get to see a partial eclipse. Uh, and this occurs, remember, lunar is when the Earth passes between the sun and the moon, casting the Earth's shadow onto the moon. Tight. And that's when it's going to get real crazy because, as we know, uh, during when, a blood there's, moon, when yeah. there's a blood moon, that's when all the creatures you killed right. come back to life for one night only. And all the existing monsters get even more strength. They get excited. They, they get much higher hit points. Which is why I always try to camp at night, because it's annoying to deal with those skeleton, but wait, that's Zelda. We're talking about Breath of the Wild. Yeah, sure. Sure. Could happen in real life. No. mm, Why does the moon change color, you ask? I'll answer that. Tell me. This one, not because of a video game. Uh, It's because the Riley scattering effect. This occurs because light travels in waves. Different colors act differently, and when they hit the Earth's atmosphere, they bend, they scatter. Hell yeah. Blue light, more easily scattered. Red light, it ain't scared. And it sticks around longer, has a longer wavelength, and travels easier through the Earth's atmosphere. So when the Earth's blocking out all the other stuff, uh, the red hits the moon, and it'll look really cool. And again, the best place to see it tonight on your rooftop. Careful, it's a little slippery from the rain. Yeah. At uh, bright and early at 4 a.m. You going to stay and look at the moon? Uh, no. Me neither. I mean, okay, we had three years, right, to the next one, so I can wait. I'll wait till then. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. Did you know? 
Let's find out. Did you know that the uh, lead role in Die Hard was actually supposed to go to Frank Sinatra, of all people, because technically the movie is a sequel to The Detective, uh, something he originally starred in back in the day. Unfortunately, Frank Sinatra was the right age of 73 and uh, politely declined to be in a hardcore action movie at that point. Is this... Wait, this is whenever I ask, is this true? You go, hey, Matt, uh, I don't don't ask me questions. I guess yeah. it's true. Okay? You guess. That's all I know. You can't uh, be misinforming the people, man. Did you know? He's reading InfoWars again. Oh, good. The youngest person, Frank Sinatra old, dead, this person young, uh, to ever bowl a perfect game was actually a nine-and-a-half-year-old in Florida. She rolled a perfect 300 in 2013. Uh, oldest person was a 90-year-old in California who did it in 2012. 300, perfect game, means you get all strikes all the way through in the bonus. Uh, kind of BS, though, because uh, I bet they both had the bumper rails on, right? You yeah. can't use the bumpers and count a perfect 300. Yeah. Um, speaking of did you knows, Matt, you have kids. When you go bowling with your kids, do you get the bumpers or do you tell them to grow up and be be a man and woman? Uh, I actually make them, I throw them down the lane. Uh-huh. And I say, when you, get down, when, you, when you get down there, spread your arms out. Spread your arms out. Man, I never Daddy's thought Daddy's got of, money on this one. Never thought of that. It's a great stretch. <laughs> You're a good dad. Did you know uh, the Rubik's Cube was originally called a Magic Cube when it came out in 1975, renamed in 1980 because they realized a more unique name would make it easier to patent around the world? And Magic's probably probably creepy. Uh, its uh, original inventor, which it was named after, after, is Erno Rubik. Cool. Did you ever solve a Rubik's Cube, anyone? Came close, Rubik. but then I gave up. You but, just take the stickers off. No, I mean, solving it, cheating. you mean... Throwing against the wall is how you solve it, right? Correct. And then once it breaks open, you have the little rubber bands and you shoot them at your friends. Yeah, okay. Then I solved one. Very, very well. Uh, my nephew's into Rubik's Cubes and they have, they've made them very much more difficult and different shapes and I just don't get how you do it. it yeah, they've got, like, they've got like little six-sided die like looking ones. They've got yeah. like ones that are like double, like, so there's a nine by, was it? Nine by it's nine a lot already. Of it's it's just way more, and it's like my brain can only barely handle. I am not a smart it. man. Did you know? Last night I took an IQ test online, scored well. I was excited, but did you know when you do an uh, online IQ test? I did the not Myers Briggs, but there's another name for it. But when you Google it, you get ads that pop up. You get random websites. You do 50 questions in 12 minutes. Uh, then you have to pay to see your score. And it's like, oh, yeah. it's only two bucks, whatever. You do the Apple Pay real quick, real easy. Got my score. Did did fairly well. Scored good in the in the higher percentile of normal. Cool. Nothing crazy. I did skip all the math questions because that is very hard. And uh, when it tells you all the levels mm. you did good in, like average, above average, uh, very good, whatever. Um, in math, I was uh, well below the average. Oh, of course. Did you Very know bad. that when you agree to take an on just by the act of agreeing to take an quote unquote online IQ test, you're letting the machine know that you're dumb. Don't they, yeah. Don't they did dock? you know? That the entire point of these online is quizzes to information. is to, well, not just get your information, but get your credit card. And all, they're all like Luminosity, which right. is a brain building site. And did you know uh, there is no email they send you with information? There is nowhere to cancel your monthly membership, which it then signs you up for. So did you know huh. uh, I'm going to be cancel my credit card today? Yeah, how, how smart do you feel now? Uh, but dropped a few points. Below, I'm, I'm below average, maybe. Still a yeah. solid seventy-seven. <laughs> oh, That's pretty ooh. good. 
Yeah, sure. yeah, I like it. Did you know? It's not Mensa qualified, but whatever. Yeah, close enough. Uh, <laughs> it's only $5 more to get your Mensa certificate, so oh, okay. it's okay. Did right. you know? Hey, don't smoke marijuana in your apartment. It is time for today's person oh, behaving man. badly, and Spencer... You're really calling our friend Ooh. Chewy out. Yeah, dude. He, <laughs> Sorry. He has a house. I know. <laughs> but point being, you shouldn't smoke weed inside of it. Why? Uh, because the smoke is bad for the walls. You shouldn't light candles inside your house because it can stain. That's true. That and it's illegal. Oh, or wow. is it? A person is being evicted from their home for what? For smoking a bit of the marijuana, even though uh, this person says they obtained it completely legally. And it's happening right up the road from us in Temple, Texas. A single mom is actually in the middle of the process being evicted from her apartment complex for possessing, again, medical marijuana, which is legal through Texas's Compassionate Use Program. Yeah. And she says she did everything right, but she's being evicted. But again, you shouldn't smoke marijuana inside the place because everyone can smell it. Yeah. Let's hear her side of the story from KXAN. A Texas woman is in the process of being evicted from her apartment complex over medical marijuana, which you'll remember is legal in Texas. RJ LaWashington shows us how that's possible because federal law is at odds with state law on this issue. Here's another complaint that I have, and that's what started all this. Candace McCarty has a folder full of documents. Just trying to keep track of everything as she fights eviction notices from her apartment complex in Temple, Texas. This is my entire summary from the cannabis clinic. Um, this is where I pick my prescription up. My entire health summary is eight pages long. McCarty takes THC gummies. This is my nighttime. Uses cannabis oil and smokes CBD to help with a number of health problems. But she recently found out living in federal assistance housing, weed products, even those that are medically prescribed, aren't allowed. They're claiming it's criminal. She got caught because a neighbor busted her. I thought it was all legal beings. I obtained it legally from the state. I'm just a single mom on disability and I I'm just trying to make it. Facing homelessness. THC gummies, oil, and just a little bit of CBD. Should yeah. she be today's person behaving badly? Mm, I mean, if the apartment complex is a no smoking clause, which I'm sure they do. Yeah, I and mean, as you heard, it was federally assisted housing and marijuana products, mm -hmm. even those that are medically prescribed, not allowed. So this is one of those weird things that we've seen so Sucks. much since it was legalized. Medically in California, recreationally later on in, in Colorado, is a lot of times the state and federal government yeah. at odds with this thing. Yeah, that's why you can't go to one of these states where it is legal and pay with like a federal, like a credit card or things like that that's accepted federally. You got to use cash or something usually yeah, like that. Um, and, and even the businesses themselves have trouble with their business right. because the money is associated with uh, with what is legal I'm in the state. Absurd, but I feel like if she had like a window or a balcony or something. Um, well, again, I she says you know the only I mean? thing she was smoking was the, was the CBD. But here's today's yeah. person behaving badly. Ma'am, definitely not you. This is BS. You're being evicted. Yeah. Uh, because if you're already disabled, if you're on federally assisted housing, we should want someone that's in a home, not homeless. Yeah. Everyone in this central Texas, what do we bitch about? You're bitching about homeless people and you're trying to make another person and a child right. be out on their own. You I'm know the, who today's person behaving badly is? Who? The damn narcs. Yeah. Who narked on this woman? Come on, man. Like- well, 
Is is there more going on? Are there oh, neighbors yeah. fighting, or is oh, this no. just is this just a, a no good goody two shoe trash ass narc? I don't know. Why man. are you going to tell on someone for doing I, that? I don't know. Well, I wish I knew more. I, I do too. Help this lady. Point being, today's person behaving badly is whoever narked on this poor woman because, again, facing uh, eviction, already struggling, already disabled, and again, yeah. you, you get people successfully off yeah. uh, off whatever pain meds that they're on, and a lot of times, uh, CBD marijuana is shown to do a lot better job, less addicting than pain meds. So if she's fighting it for pain or, or to sleep or whatever it might okay. be, I don't know. Plus, uh, it's much better <laughs> than uh, something that is damaging to the body and far more addictive. Plus, landlords across the country take that out of your deposit anyway when you stain the the paint and stuff like that with your <laughs> yeah, smoking. There they you don't go. care. They're like, let me get that money from you. Just repaint it and get rid yeah. of the carpet. But there you go. Today's person behaving badly. Any old narc. CBDD Radio. CJ Morgan on. Wait. You've got cancer. You've got cancer. Everybody's got cancer. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. I know this is our tech segment, but today we are talking about your astrological sign. Me being a Pisces with a Scorpio uh, moon rising over birth. Uh, it's Weird or Wired with Matt Bearden. Uh, let's do it. Let's no, talk, I was uh, actually talking about uh, cancer, the big C. Oh, I think oh. a lot of us, do you ever have fears about getting cancer later in your life or now? Always. Always. I think any of us who have ever or family members. felt right. uh, tired or our hand hurt and then you Google hand hurts, the first thing that comes up <laughs> is MD. You have cancer. cancer. <laughs> There's a new multi-cancer early detection test. It's actually Sweet. called an MCED. M-C-E-D. It's a single blood test, and it could screen for the most common cancer types all at once. This is fantastic, one, for the kind of folks out there who are always convinced that they're sick, right? (laughs) Yeah. But also, all doctors will tell you the number one tool we have in fighting cancer is early detection. Absolutely. And what but it's very expensive to send somebody for random tests. Cuz you also don't know where and what is doing what. It's Correct. It's, it's like it's finding a needle in a haystack. That's one of the reasons speaking. they say, you know, oh you get started to screen for prostate cancers at this age. You start going to get mammograms at this age because that's the time that it makes the more, most sense financially. And then also yeah. sort of uh mentally. They know that people get stressed out. When they're having a cancer test or something's not going right for them. Well, this new test would kind of allow, like, when you go every single year to get your your tune-up, your checkup, if you will, they could do a blood draw cool. and run this test. Hell it's not yeah. going to be exceptionally expensive. And it just means every year they could be running because it's really looking for DNA markers that any kind of cancers shed as their cells break down. It's an interesting thing, but it turns out that when any any kind of cell breaks down, even our own, they shed certain DNA markers. And it happens to be that the cancer ones, the DNA marker, looks different than our own cells. If they can track these down, they know, oh, something is going on in your body. They look for these mutations in the tumor DNA, and it can help to guide to treatment. And in fact, they can even look at that DNA and then kind of decide, oh, this is probably from this from this type of cancer. And then when you came in and you got like a positive reading, they would know then where to look for Sweet. Or, or what new tests to run. Uh, now, hem- hemoglobin. 
One of the worries is that you start to worry people because there can be false positives in this test. So they've already said, yes, we've seen some false positives. And then you have people coming in and they're really worried and that can be scary to people. Also, it misses some cancers very early on. But some cancers that were a little more developed, it had like a 90% efficacy in finding these things. It's kind of a really big deal. Um, MSET tests are not covered yet by insurance because they are not yet FDA approved. They cost like a gr- a grand to do one. Um, so probably not the... But it may not be very long. It'll probably become more affordable as it's around longer. We could start seeing a whole lot of these, especially once you convince can- uh, insurance companies... suck. Stop <laughs> sucking. When you start oh, convincing dude. insurance companies, hey, you guys are going to save... Billions yeah. in the long run yeah. if you just start running these tests on people Kilo's every year. Not cheap, it's so. not at yeah. all. At all. So what they're going to still have to do is they're going to have to sit down with ethics boards. They're going to have to set guidelines for how doctors were, will further evaluate a positive MSED test. Um, and they need to make sure that they don't start getting into problems with over-diagnoses of low-risk asymptomatic cancers. That's another thing that can scare people. You get this, and then they say, well, we should go and fight this. But there are some cancers you have that really aren't a huge danger to you. And, you know, what exactly do we get in there? And there's some ethics. But we are on the path to something I think could be pretty awesome and pretty cool. So I'm giving this one a wired. Yeah, caller. Hi, yes, hello. How can I help you? Hi, friend. I've got a quick question. How many employees do y'all have there? Uh, don't. No clue. You got a guesstimate? Because we're going to be making cookies sometime after the holidays and bringing them up. Okay. What, 50? Hmm, I have no to 100? idea. Jeez. It's, there's been layoffs. There's been COVID. There's... We're, we're, there's no one in the building right now, but we do love cookies, and so I, I'll say 100, because Spinny and I can eat our fair share. Okay, that's fantastic. I usually met, play with the morning show people, so it'll be nice to give y'all something, too. You're that's, the best. Thank you. That's really sweet. Thanks. These uh, special Thank weed you. butter in these cookies or nah? Uh, I mean, we'll we'll have to do something like that, like uh, in person. We'll have to talk about that. We ain't talking about that with Uncle Sam listening on. Or the on phone. the phone, it's very legal. <laughs> yes, this is a recorded line because we are radio. But Uncle Sam, I mean, his eyes are very red in those pictures. You think it's rage because he wants to kill foreigners trying to attack America? No, uh, the brother's doing the same thing George Washington was, hitting a little bit of that hemp on his farm. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, but he's going to come take your cookies, so I can't have that. That's not, yeah, he, he, he will tax and take our cookies. It's ours. All right, thank you, and we appreciate it very much. Have a good night, guys. If you didn't vote early, remember, tomorrow is the big, exciting election day. Woo! Yay. Oh, man, I'm nervous. I got to try to vote before I come in. Since I got sick uh, a little bit on Friday, I was going to try to vote early. Early vote. I did it. I went out and early yeah. voted. Voted three times. It was okay. great. It was easy. I'm going to vote three times tomorrow, too. I good, stood good, in the good, wind good. and rain, still made it happen. You can, too. Make your voice heard That's multiple right. times. Uh, yeah, big election day tomorrow. And what I've found recently, not with uh, presidential elections, but midterms, Spinny, is uh, it's usually by early afternoon or late afternoon. If you do it after you leave work, there should be time. You also legally can leave work. And if you're in line at your polling place before 7 p.m., they have to let you vote. So cool. you should yeah. be good. And it's not as crazy, I think. I've I don't noticed. Think so. Presidential a, elections have, be, have been, but midterms yeah, yeah, not yeah. as much. We'll just suck us Friday. And now this was like in the last hour this place was open. I was like a little sick. I was like, screw it, man. 
just going to roll up with the mask on, wait in the little short line. But I pulled up to this place nearest to me, and the line was out the door and around the, the whole building. I was like, oh, man. We all waited, of course, the yeah. last second. So that's on me. But I'm hoping it's not the same tomorrow. Hopefully it won't. And and if you hear a weird noise in the background, it's my dog, <laughs> Mr. President, coughing. Come here, P. Because he's throwing around an I voted sticker. He's yeah. got a little piece of paper in his mouth that looks like my sticker I dropped, and he's throwing it around and co- Mr. President. He's trying to eat it. How dare you not support a fair and free election? Well, he can't vote. That's why you voted three times, right? For him and the the two dogs? Yes, yes. And my dead grandma and, and, you know, just just to make sure I had one over. Uh, Now, do we have to clarify we're being sarcastic here? Yeah, I think so. Because I could trouble. People (laughs) have been mad before. Some people uh, don't get sarcasm and some people are a little dumb. Interesting point, and I'm not going to name political parties because I'm not trying to be political as a major of history. Good luck. uh, I'm going to be just historical here, but I want to point something out to you. Sure. Uh, because there's a lot of talk about change, fixing Texas, solving our border crisis, the grid, inflation, all this. And uh, there has been a lot of political ads that are very based in fear oh, yeah. and anger. That's what we respond to. We're scared. I know. And I already get frustrated when we bring in wedge issues, um, basic you know, moral politics into legislation and stuff like that, because that to me is more of a personal private matter, be you religious or not, or this, this, and that. Our constitution and our founders were very clear in the separation of a religious and governmental bodies. That being said, and again, I'm not going to name parties. I will name people, and this is a fact. Uh, I didn't realize, but essentially in the state of Texas, um, in, in major positions, you know, you can go through the state level and representative level and stuff like that as you go on, but... Uh, the, the three major positions uh, our two elected senators that are represented to the United States uh, Senate and our governors. Um, essentially, one party has been in control of the state since 1995, dude. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that long. Um, Ann Richards uh, was governor from 91 until 95. Then it was followed by George W. Bush, mm-hmm. then Rick Perry, and currently Greg Abbott. And the... Uh, the one of the things uh, that where people are people on both sides of the aisle are a little um, frustrated with Greg Abbott is that the governor of Texas was set up to be more of a not a not necessarily a weaker position, but not as uh, not quite as. I know it's right I'm on the tip think of the word. Yeah, not quite. It's more of a figurehead and less of a uh, administrative uh, governance. It, it, it's, sure. it's not supposed to be that. But under Greg Abbott, it very much has been. And uh, the Texas Tribune actually does a really good article of, of how he has strengthened and made that uh, a position with a lot of executive orders, a lot of uh, different things over the years. But uh, again, one party has been in control of the governor's office since 95, and you will find that very similar with Attorney General, Lieutenant Governor, so on and so forth. As for our, uh, our elected United States senators, um, Kay Bailey Hutchinson served from 93 to 2013, retired, and Ted Cruz has served since 2013 as the, uh, the junior governor in Texas, I guess. Uh, the senior governor has been that political party since essentially 1961, Damn. where John Tower until 1985, followed by Phil Graham until 2002, then uh, John Cornyn from 2002 to present has been uh, our um, senior uh, state senator, so, and there's hmm. a lot more you can go down. But the point is, is 
It seems like there's one party saying that Texas needs to be fixed. We need to fix Texas. Texas is bad. We're all going to die. And that it seems that the party that's been in charge for decades is the one that, like, yeah. you're the one. But, yeah. yeah, what? I know. Oh, well, go vote. I don't care who. I mean, we all know Texas <laughs> is not going to be blue. That's uh, fine. But uh, just, for, just don't for, be hypocrites. Man, just thanks for depressing me today. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, I love you. It's okay. We don't care. We're... We're, we're, we're going to be okay. Ralph Nader all the way. Green Party. Woo! Even Ross Perot. Bring him back. That's where I stand. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, in elementary school, I was no one wanted to be Team Ross Perot when we had our class debates. I was like, I'll do it. I'll be Ross Perot. <laughs> Hell knew, yeah. They knew better. I had fun with it. It was great. <laughs> it's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM, Utah, Austin. 101X.